Hey friends, I'm Taylor and welcome to Taylor Asks a Question. I'm so thankful that you are here listening and joining me in my curiosities. We have more access to each other than at any other time in history, and yet we have never been more disconnected in our real life relationships. So let's connect. We'll discuss the wide spectrum of life's questions. We'll go from what are you binging on Netflix to how do you explain why bad things happen to good people? My hope is that these conversations will bring you joy, encourage you to lead out with compassion, help you discover the beauty and community, and most importantly, that the gospel of Jesus would go forth from this tiny corner of the world. Let's start asking questions. Hey, so it is almost the end of 2021. Holy cow. We made it, guys. (laughs) Barely made it. New Year's Eve is just around the corner. 2022 is only a couple days away. I have been snowed in mostly. It is snowing again as I record this. Um, I have not had to drive into work all week. I've gotten to work from home, so praise God for that. Um... Not everybody has gotten to, and so I hope that everybody has been safe, and hopefully when you're listening to this, I mean, it has just been like an ice, like, Mageddon-type situation here. We, um, in, so I'm from the Pacific Northwest, and we are just not used to being able to handle this much snow and ice. For some reason, our cities do not budget for the correct amount of salt or dirt or um, Department of Transportation labor or snow plows or any of that. Because if it snows, typically what happens here is it just warms up a little bit, just enough to melt some of the snow. And then it a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, probably half the time, it then will freeze again overnight. So we end up with ice rinks all over the place. Main and arterial roads are typically okay, but um, it just becomes pandemonium and people panic and they run to the grocery store and it's just, it's just crazy. We get a snowmageddon like once a year and it kind of shuts down everything. So if you are from the Midwest, if you are from even gosh, Eastern Washington, we are wussies over here in, in Western Washington. It may as well be a bunch of Californians enduring a snowstorm. I mean, it's, it's quite hilarious. So, but, um, I'm not here to give you a weather report. I'm just saying. And if you're from Washington and you're listening to this, you get me. And if, again, you're from the Midwest, you probably think we're, or the East Coast, you probably think we're a bunch of wussies here, which is fine. I mean, so much of it is if the city's prepared more for it, then we wouldn't have to worry as much. But ice is just, it can be be tricky and it's not worth risking driving out there getting stranded because... I, who's going to come rescue you, you know, everybody, not everybody's, everybody can get stuck, but I, um, I have just been home with all that to say, there's the weather report for you guys. Um, I have just been working from home. So was a weird Christmas. Um, I loved putting together the Christmas episode for everybody though. That was so fun. And I am starting to think of new things to do next year. 
Um, this is going to be the last episode for 2021. Obviously, it's coming out like a day and a half or two days before the end of the year. Um, and I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I don't know what the next season is going to look like. I don't know exactly what um, 2022 is going to look like for the show. This is a hobby and I am so, so lucky to be able to do this, to be able to put out episodes and put things together. And I have learned so, so much in just, what, 14 episodes. It's so crazy. I've had such a fun time. I've had so many great conversations and I still have so many, um, so many topics I want to talk about, so many people that I want you to hear their stories. Um, I have some things that I want to share as well. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys would tune in next year. I, again, I'm not sure what, what the next year is going to be. I don't know what, um, I don't have everything laid out. I'm going to have to get together with, um, you know, producers of the show, which would be me and probably, um, Nicole Cross or something. And (laughs) I'm pretty sure she made the most appearances on the show. Um, and just figure out what I want the next season to look like, what God has for this show. What, what do you guys want to hear about? What sorts of things are you curious to know? What questions do you have? Who do you want me to try to interview, um, or a type of person or, I don't know. What questions do you want to ask or want to have asked? Or do you want to come on the show? Do you have some, I mean, here's the thing I was going to say, do you have some grand story? But like everybody's story is great. Everybody has something special and unique um, and wonderful about them. So everyone has a story. I, um, and if you want to share, I've, I have asked um, several people who have um, what I think to be great stories, relatable stories. And I know that although I can't directly relate to them, I know that there are people that listen or maybe someone that you know would be um, encouraged, edified, or benefited so much by hearing their story. And um, they have said, I, and I have asked them, I said, think about it, pray about it. Like you, once you kind of put it out there, it's out there. And um you can't necessarily take it. You can't necessarily take it back once something is on the internet. Right. Um, and so some of them have, have said, you know, I appreciate it. I think it's wonderful that you would ask me. I just don't think I'm ready to do that, which is absolutely understandable because not everybody is like me. Not everybody has been put in a position or a heart posture to be able to share about what is going on in their life, to, um, want to put things out there for people to hear and to critique and to judge. And that's a super scary thing. So I'm really grateful for all the guests who have, and I'm really grateful for the respect and um, very kind declines or the, you know, I'm going to think about it and not yet type of, um, again, declines that I have gotten from people um, because that's totally okay. It's not a big deal. I just, my goal is to encourage and hopefully help you feel like you are not alone. So with the new year comes what? New year's resolutions. The phrase new year, new you. I mean, we've heard it. We see it on all sorts of Pinterest, you know, 
um, images. It's written in cool font. It's it's all over the place this time of year. Gyms use it. Diet programs use it. Peloton's probably going to use it in some form or fashion. Um, you know, I mean, everybody wants to have a fresh start because who doesn't love a fresh start? Who doesn't love a clean slate, a opportunity at the beginning of the calendar to kind of set goals and look ahead to something new, something hopefully better than this last year? Because holy cow, this last year, guys, we thought it was going to be better than 2020. We really, really did. And we know that it was not. I... Um, it's, it was rather disappointing. It was rather blah in several ways. Um, for me, it definitely, I can see that in the world. I can see how in the world it was very blah. It was, I mean, it brought more, (laughs) 2021 brought more division, more blaming, you know, this person or that, or the other side or the other party. It brought more anger, more loneliness, more churches that closed, more depression, drinking, suicide. I mean, all these terrible things went up in numbers and percentages and averages. I mean, it is, if we look at it that way, that is wild. But what I, I mean, I got to switch church campuses. I'm still part of the same church, but I changed campuses. I felt God calling me to do that. And I have, I mean, I am telling you, I have found community that I did not know that I could find again after, um, after like a really hard season and a pretty dark season for me. Um, I have not been a part of this type of biblical community um maybe ever to be honest um and it is really wonderful and everybody has has i mean it's it's just it's the greatest and every, i mean i know everybody thinks their church is the greatest it's like everybody thinks their kid is the best you know what i mean like <laughs> that's just how it goes but i um I have just been, um, I don't know, just so encouraged and so brought in to what I thought to, as an outsider, um, I, I was just so brought in and welcomed and brought into the fold and shepherded and continue to be. And it's incredible. Um, so for me, 2021 was, really great in that, in that aspect where my, I, you know, the people who were my people continued to be so, and I just got to gain more, more of those that I was in fellowship with and in community with and serving with and laughing with and getting to know and having friends have babies. And I just, it's been so, so incredible. So I, um, I had a fairly great year in that respect. And it is quite amazing to see it in contrast to what the world, what has happened in the world and how incredibly thankful I am and grateful to God 
for giving me a new heart that I am a born again Christian and that I do not look to the things of the world and have to have hope in those things because surely there is not hope of for eternity in the things of the world, but I get to look to God and that I am saved through because of Jesus dying on the cross and being resurrected so that I could be in relationship with the God of the universe. And it is his standard that I get to in the hope that I have in that eternity rather than looking at the world. So um, if you find yourself looking at the world and wondering what hope there is, hear this, hear the good news, the gospel of Jesus, and that uh, God came, the second person of the of the of the Trinity, Jesus, came to earth, was born. That is what we just celebrated was Christmas, right? And as um Pastor Lewis just said that um on Sunday that uh Christmas is one thing, but Easter is really the the main thing. The whole point of the whole uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Everything that we have, for everything that's made different about Christianity is because of Easter, is because Jesus dying and defeating death and rising, um, and resurrecting. And so I just would encourage you to be prayerful, repent of your sins and turn to God and that he would give you a um, a new heart that you would truly be born again. Um, and if you have any other questions or want to talk about that, or I would love to have conversations with you about the gospel and pray that the Holy Spirit would soften your heart even now as you're hearing this. Um, so I mean, what <laughs> talk about a new you, right? Uh, I <laughs> born being born again, fresh start, you know, I mean, it just, it, it very, it, it's cohesive with what, 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 with what we're talking about. Um, so something kind of cheesy that I have done for the last few years, uh, hi, side note, totally switching gears here from like gospel stuff to like something so cheesy and new year's resolutions. But, um, I have done a word of the year and I've done this for, this is my fourth year doing this. And, um, I don't know. It's something that I've really enjoyed and something that has helped kind of given me, given me a focal point, giving me something to focus on. And, um, so I first started doing this in 2019, I think. Yeah. 2019. And my word was strength that year because there was a lot of stuff going on. And I had, um, I have always tried to be a go along to get along kind of gal. I, um, although I do have a pretty big personality and can be, um, come across pretty confident. I'm, I'm more times than not pretty easygoing and I don't know how to make decisions very well. I'm a pretty, pretty bad decision maker a lot of the times, which is why like the fact that this podcast even exists and I decided to do it and I did it is, quite incredible. It's a miracle all its own. <laughs> but um, 
I, God just put it on my heart to recognize that it was not that the strength that I had in me to lean on, to make decisions, but the strength, the strength in spite of my own, that God would give me to be confident in my decisions and to be decisive, um, and to be a woman of my word. So, uh, for me, that word was strength and it was beneficial. It was a very growing, um, year for me as I could continue to be prayerful and remember that, um, to not lean on my own understanding or my own strength, but on the Lord's. And, you know, I think that was also the year of like, you can do hard things kind of culturally, but obviously I wasn't, it was like my way of making it about God <laughs> and not as much about myself. Um, um, so then the next year, my, for 2020, 2020, my word was abide. Okay. How hilarious. How hilarious of it, of God, to have my word be abide in a year where we have a global pandemic. Lord knows that I needed to abide in Christ more than any time in my life, truly. Um, I just, I think about it now and I'm just, it's very comical to me that that was, that was the word for me that year. Um I just, yeah, I think that was a year of seeing, um, gosh, churches start to separate because of certain other events happening here. Um, and to see what in my estimation was like the sheep separating from the goats as scripture would talk about of like, I mean, I, I don't, we, we had so many attempts to keep church closed because of this unknown virus, right? And we're constantly learning more about it, constantly learning um, more about its effects, um, how it affects people. We're learning more about the vaccine and how that affects people. And you get to go with your consciousness and what your own belief is for both of those um, but it was the first time in my life. And I think in many's where we did not have Easter, like churches closed. That is bananas to me that something would like in a way close down the church, but it did not stop the church, right? Because the church is a people, the church is not a building. So Easter just looked different, but we were still able to sing, you know, and be together in a different digital way, which is not preferable and in, and very, in my mind, not biblical, but it's better than not being together at all and get to share stories and, um, about how Jesus has changed, um, our lives. That's my, my church did a campaign about that where everybody shared their testimony. Um, and it's just crazy. I, I have never experienced, I mean, none of us, I'm sure, have experienced something like that. So for me, 2020, the word was abide and abide with Christ in scripture. Um, kind of wild. Other things happened in my life that I just would have never, <laughs> I, I, you, I could not have expected them in a million years, but uh, there God was doing, doing these things. And I know I'm being vague and like, 
not going into details, but, um, I'm not trying to make this very long, but you guys, you know me, you know me by now, you know, I always say that I mean, we're 19 minutes in at this point. Let's just call it what it is. I'm still trying to be concise though. <laughs> so, um, with the lack of togetherness and just the, the way that the world seemed to look and things in my personal life, um, after praying about what my word for 2021 should be, um, I, the Lord really restored something in me, or at least gave me a reason for this, um, or reminded me, I guess, of this. And my word for this last year was hope. And for me, um, I had, so I have, I have always been, I'm an unmarried woman. I've always been single and I, um, have had for a long time and I still struggle with believing this lie, but I have believed the lie that if God has put something in my heart or on my heart, that if I just, or given me a desire, so say for marriage. So I have, for as long as I can remember, I've wanted to be a wife and a mom. So like college did not interest me. A career did not interest me. I wanted to be a wife and a mom for my whole life. And I believe the lie that if I did not focus on those things, if I shoved down the hope for that and the dream for that, and I tried to kill that, in my heart, that that would mean that I'm, and focus on the Lord, that that was a really good thing. That this thing that God had put in my heart, a desire for me to have, that I should not think about those things. That I should, because you know what? It's a lot easier. It's easier. It's less distracting when you are unmarried and you have something and you see other people getting it. You see young people getting it. You see people having babies and you see the hope is the biblical hope is that a, you can be so excited for your friends and that you would not be jealous, but it is, and it it is very hard to long for something that you see other people getting. And I think that there is a way to like be sad about that and be, um, uh, be, be sad that you have not, that God has not given that to you, that his timing has not aligned with yours. And I very much thought that I was being, um, honoring the Lord as best I could, because it was a distraction. And at times it did cause me to, and to be jealous and envious. And that was not okay. That is to a point where we, we don't want to do that. That's sin. And I've repented of that. And, Um, but I watched, I've watched all my girlfriends get married and I've watched them all have babies and now they're done having kids for the most part. Most of my friends are done having kids. So that adds another level of like, I must mourn this dream because the Lord is never going to do that. And I mean, to be honest, where I live, there's not very many single men who are in there in, or that are around my age in their thirties. And that's okay. Like that's fairly normal, but it just continues to like be like, well, the statistics are showing that like, I'm probably never going to get married, but, um, biblically it's better to not get married. There are, there, it is more than normal thing. It is very normal to do those things, but it's okay to not. And it has been 
and this is something I'd love to explore a little more in 2022. Um, just the idea of singleness and the church and how we view it and how we treat single people and yada, yada. There's so much, but to bring, to bring it back to what, what my hope was restored and was that I, um, actually like met someone, not like I met a someone, but like literally just had in existence a single person in their 30s, in their mid 30s, who loved Jesus, who was like, who was single, who's not married. So meaning they were not divorced, um, that they had never been married. And that was like so incredibly rare and so wild. And it really restored this hope I had because let's be honest, like you only need one. You only, the plan is to just get married one time to only, you know, find, you only need one person, you know, in my mind, I need one husband to build a life with. So it shouldn't be that hard, one would think, but, um, it is, it is definitely, it can be really hard, you know, um, very difficult, really sad, many tears and sometimes repentance on my part because, I am, you know, upset or unfulfilled or discontent with the timeline that God has. And it's one thing to, to, to be sad about that. And then it's a total other thing to be like actually upset and mad at God because he's not doing things on my timeline because, mm, yeah, I'm the one who like placed the stars in the sky, right? No, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> who am I to tell God how my life is to be ordained? Like, he knows. He has, he ordained my life before I was even a thought. Like, he has planned for me. And so it has been, it, it, anyway, with all this to say, all I needed to apparently know was that there was one other human like this in existence. And it, very much restored my hope that, okay, like, God, you might have someone out there for me. Like you just might. And that was enough to make me like hope in a really God honoring way for marriage again, rather than just say, it's too hard to be sad and to be lonely. So I'm going to shove this dream down away and forget that it's there, forget that God placed it there. And um, move on. Okay. That's not healthy. That's not dealing with things. That's not how we are created to work through things and bring things to the Lord. Okay. That's setting it aside and thinking that like we've hid it from God, you know, it's like putting it behind a curtain. It's like hiding behind the curtain, but I can see your feet. Like I know that it's there. <laughs> like how, how do we think that we're supposed to hide something like that from God? So, um, so my word last year was hope. And I had many hopes for our world, for the United States, for things despite of how, um, despite how things went that I had hoped, you know, I mean, we had, uh, and a presidential election. So we have a new administration and all these things that have happened in the last year. And I have not necessarily hoped for <laughs> the way that things turned out, but I do not get to lose hope in what God has and in what God is doing. 
I mean, how foolish of me to think that these things were a surprise to the Lord, right? These, these were not, these, he, he has ordained all these things to happen and he has a much bigger picture of things than I do or than any of us do. Um, and so it really, I just got to hope in the Lord and this last year gave me lots of reasons to do that. I will say that, that looking at the world and looking at everything that happened, gave me many, 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 many opportunities to once again, hope, um, put my hope in God. Um, so this year, um, I had, I always kind of around October, November, I start thinking and praying about what I want my word to be. And, um, I'm just like, you know, 2022, just, you know, can't you just be better? Can you just like, can we just leave certain things in 2021? I don't know. I feel like there's just, we can, it can, it can be better. My word for 2022 is resist. So for me, this means resisting the things that I have grown comfortable with, resisting temptation, resisting the need to feel, you know, to lean into my, my arrogance that I can tend to have by, you know, teaching or advice giving or any of that in real life conversations. I mean, you're here, you, this is my podcast, like you're listening, you willingly came here and this is a platform where I can give my opinion and I mean, you're listening to this. So I, for some reason, for some reason, you are here with me, you are listening. And, um, so I, I, I don't count this as necessarily inserting myself into places that I am not needed or welcome because you came here by your, um, by your own choosing. So, um, it's really a way for me to kind of die to myself and not give in to the things that would bring instant gratification. Um, resist the things that just might initially at least cause me. And my hope is, it, it, and usually this happens, is that when I am, you know, talking myself in or out of something, it's that internal monologue to like go back to like, okay, what is my word? What are the things that I am doing? Like, why is why is this my word? Why is this, you know, something that I feel like God wants to grow me in? And um, so, yeah, that is my word for this year. I don't know all of exactly what else that's going to mean, um, but I am um, excited to see what comes from a, you know, a, a resistance of sin, a resistance of, um, comfort or, uh, discontentment or, you know, just things, I don't know, a resistance. <laughs> um, but I really love this, um, scripture that kind of gives, um, it lends itself to the idea of like, resisting to move forward. So this is, um, 
in the book of Philippians. It's Paul writing to the Philippians, and it's Philippians 3. Um, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining, straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature think this way, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told, told you, and now that you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with mindsets set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And then verse 21, the last verse of this is, um, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all thing to subject all things to himself. So I mean, you know, let's be honest. I am always the my health journey is always in the back of my head. I have failed more times than I have succeeded. And my hope is that I um would just get to um as Dr. Dr. Matt, Dr. Wholeness on Instagram would say accumulate health. Um Highly recommend following Dr. Wholeness. I will leave a link to his profile and his whole philosophy is about accumulating health. Um, it really turns everything, I think, on its head because so much, so much of like health and weight loss is about what you're losing, not what you are accumulating or gaining in by being healthy. So I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but, um, you know, I, I am hoping to also resist those things to not allow, um, you know, to have, what is it? The, your, their God is their belly to not just give in to every taste and temptation, but to want to honor the Lord with, um, with my body as it is called it it's called a temple so to honor you know honor that so uh yeah so to summarize all of this what do you guys think about having a word um a word of the year or you know the whole new you thing how do you do new year's resolutions i again for the past few years this has been really helpful this has been really great for me um part of what I do for my word of the year is I get um, what is called a giving key. So you can go to thegivingkeys.com. I will leave the link to that um, website in the show notes, but they, their mission is very much to kind of like pay it forward, give back type of a thing. So you get a key with a word on it. And for me, I am prayerful about this kind of all year and I don't always know what the next step is going to be for this. But the idea is that you give it, you have it for a year, and then you gift your key to someone who you think 
would benefit from that word for their next year. So it's like a pay it forward model. But the cool thing about the giving keys is they also hire people who are in transition from homelessness and give them a job. So every key is hand stamped um, with whatever your word is. So I just think it's a really, really cool model to not only be thinking about what, um, how I get to grow from my word of the year, but to also have maybe others minded in it and being aware of what God is doing in other people's lives, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I just, I just really like it. I totally would encourage you to get a giving key. Um, I really love that they do that and that they are, you know, very others minded in that way. So it's very, 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 very cool thing. And again, I, this is my fourth year that I've done it. So, um, super cool, um, of the giving keys to how about you can read all about their story on their website. Um, but yeah, I don't know what, so tell me like, what are your new year's goals? Um, Ooh, also I should give a shout out um, to a fellow podcaster. Um, Travis Kenny has a full cast of, of podcasts, a full lineup. It's called, um, full buddy cast, and you can find that on Spotify. And they actually have a, a series of episodes. It's called goal buddy cast. And, um, there's a couple of them. I listen pretty much every month. Honestly, they do. It's once a month and they set goals. You can write into their show and you can tell them your goals for the month and they read them and they participate. They have listeners, um, that will write in and give updates about their goal and they give updates about their goals. So it's just a really cool way to, um, have a little bit of accountability. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're, when you're just honest with your goal, that is, or honest with where you are at or the success or the, you know, maybe not accomplishing your goal. That's just what it is. You know, it's just what is true. And yeah, it's really fun. Travis is hilarious. His brother, Adam is also really funny. I find them both hilarious. Um, Travis has quite a contagious and loud laugh. And if he ever listens to this, um, he shouldn't be mad because he knows it's true. Um, and then um, their friend, Sarah, who I have not had the pleasure of meeting, but good for her for putting up with both of them on the show. Um, <laughs> if you've ever listened and you know Adam and Travis, you know I am kidding, but you know there's a little bit of truth. But the Kenny brothers are hilarious. So go um, give Gold Buddy Cast a follow. Um, check out all their episodes. It's a very, very cool um, thing that Travis has going on with. It's called Full Buddy Cast. And again, I will leave a link to their Spotify episode, um, to their Spotify show. Um, so yeah, there's that. So go make goals. You know, is that what you do? Do you, I, I also like to get a new calendar every year. Um, and I think I'm going to have to get an Aaron Conjuring calendar. And I don't know if there's any like calendar, you know, um, planner nerds out there. Um, but I hear that those are like the great, the greatest ones. I don't know. We'll see what I end up with, but I do love a schedule. I love writing stuff down. 
Um, I'm going to be doing more content for the show in the calendar and really want to get my budget in order also because, you know, it's always good to have your money in, in good order. And I admittedly am really terrible at that. So um, pray for me pray for, um, you know, wanting to do all of these things all at once. I don't, I need to just pick one thing a month and start there, you know, because trying to do all the things all at once, not always successful, not always successful. And my years have proven that years have definitely proven that I am not that type of a person, but I think doing a little bit every day, slow, steady, accumulate small things over time, it builds up, it compounds, you know, I don't know. I think that there are people who can just like quit something cold Turkey and God bless you. God bless you and your efforts and your discipline and your self-control to be able to do that. Um, that ain't me. That is not me though. Um, so I would love to hear about your goals, your new year's resolutions. What type of a new year's resolution person are you? I feel like when you get, it's so great and aspiring and inspiring in your twenties to be like, you know, cause you're growing into being an adult and you're graduating college and you're starting to pay your own bills and you're, and it's just like, Oh, great. But then once you get into your thirties and you're like in your habit, you're living life, you know, maybe you're starting a family, you just are like, eh, what's a new year's resolution. I mean, do people, I don't even think most people in their thirties stay up till midnight anymore. You know, I mean, there's now videos on YouTube where you can do a midnight countdown at any time you want. You could do it at six 30, you know, I mean, you don't actually have to stay up till midnight anymore. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I love it. I love new years. I think, you know, I'm a big, I, I love celebrations. I love being able to, um, celebrate people, celebrate, new milestones, celebrate unions, marriage, babies. Like I love it. I'm, um, I'm, I would consider myself fairly like ceremonious in that way where I very much love. And I mean, any reason to celebrate, I'm, you know, it's, it's great. It's a good time. Bring people together, um, have fun, laugh, you know, have cake, eat, drink, be merry, all the things. you know, homework assignment kind of, but like a fun homework assignment because it's things about you. So like, what do you want to know? What are, so what, what kinds of things can I bring to the show in 2022? Um, and what are your new year's goals? What are some things that based off of your goals, what would you like to learn? What would you like to know? Um, again, I do have some content started and, um, I do have some pending interviews. I'm just trying to figure out how to like weave them in to the next, like this first quarter of the year, you know, January, February, March, but, um, I'm excited. And I mean, guys, we hit like 700, 700 views, I think over the last couple of days. Yeah. We're at seven and some views. This is not YouTube. Um, 708 total plays. So, so crazy. So I am also going to be posting um, the top five episodes for this last, um, I say last year, but like we dropped in September. So there's really, it's not really the year, but it's been the the, the top five most listened to um, episodes thus far. 
Um, so hopefully I will be able to, um, take those numbers and be able to start fresh for 2022 and yeah, just bring episodes and content that you guys love. Um, you know, I'm going to have people who, the people who were on over the last couple of seasons, they will be back. Um, they are people that are in my real life who I love and cherish and, because they love me, they will come back on the podcast (laughs) because I find it to be so much more fun with having other people and conversing rather than just, you know, trying to create content on my own, um, and making you listen to it for 45 minutes now. So I'm really sorry, (laughs) but, um, I hope you guys have a great, safe new year's Eve. I am praying for each of you listening. Please don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to create, um, to, you know, DM the show, DM me, um, like subscribe on all the places, you know, Facebook page, follow us on Instagram. It's at Taylor asks a question. Um, follow us on Spotify. I would just be thrilled if we could get more reviews. Um, we have a couple and it's meant so much to me, um, as well as a five-star rating. That would be just, it would just bring me so much joy. Um, so if you, and that's on Apple podcasts, if you want to follow the show on Spotify, that would be stupendous. Share this show with a friend, ask them what their new year's resolutions are or what their word is for the year. Um, I think that's a really other great way to be able to help and be benefit or to help benefit and encourage one another and, um, honor, honor the people that God has placed around us. So anyway, um, I hope you guys are able to, uh, in 2022, find joy, lead with compassion, seek the beauty and community and pray that the gospel of Jesus would go forth from this tiny corner of the world. Uh, you know, see you next year okay I mean that's the corniest dad joke is it not like it's like every dad is waiting and I've been waiting to be able to say see you next year (sighs) love it anyway love you mean it until next time